With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is sponsored by TourTips.com, the online golf betting resource. TourTips subscriptions for 2021 have been reduced by up to 50%. Their email service is now a free subscription. For all the best in-depth stats and information, visit Tour-Tips.com, the online golf betting resource. Welcome to the home of the best golf betting tips. All the best bets for the upcoming tournaments, all from experts and all in one place. From the home of the Bet Bites podcast, this is Bet Bites Golf with Dave Tindall and James Butler. Final round of the USPGA Championship and blimey, third round was pretty special. Really enjoyed watching that. Joined by Dave Tyndall, as always, to talk about uh, the betting odds as we go into the final round. But Dave, Saturday's play was pretty gripping. Yeah, it was amazing, wasn't it? With Mickelson racing out into that big five-shot lead at one point and then almost in a, in a flash, it, it had gone. Um, it did end the day, one clear in the end, but um, oh, it's going to be a, an uphill struggle for him and... Uh, what at one time you thought would be a really healthy lead is now almost nothing. So, and today I think we're going to get the really tough weather. So this this could uh, be a fascinating finale. But yeah, I really enjoyed yesterday. And what yesterday showed? I mean, at one stage Nicholson got to was it what, um, ten under at one stage, and it, yeah. kind of the, the top end of the leaderboard had really stretched, hadn't it? And you started to think some of these people on two under or whatever are out of this now. But what that final kind of eight or nine holes showed was that no lead is really safe in this final round. You could have maybe a five shot lead on the turn and still be caught. Yeah, even with five shots, uh, Mickelson, you wouldn't have said, "Oh well, he, you know, it's all in his hands. It's uh, it could still be caught quite easily." And just let a couple go, didn't he? A bit unlucky off the tee. Was it at 12, I think? And then I, he sort of looped one, looked a bit of a, a duck hook into the water on, on 13, shortly after Ustays and had gone in the water as well. And in the end, he did pretty well to sort of steady himself. Had he held a few more putts down the stretch, then he, he could have had a, a two or three shot lead. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this were in the same mindset as me. I was watching Phil Mickelson thinking, go on, Phil, go on, Phil, 50 years old and all the rest of it. And yeah. then every now and again, I was thinking... Just drop a couple of shots, Phil. Make it tight for tomorrow. <laughs> Even with three or four shots lead, I think this would have still been absolutely wide open. And um, 
I personally think one might not be enough for him. I do, I do fear that uh, he needed to hold on to a bigger lead going into today. Well, let's uh, have a look at the uh, the prices then going into round four. Phil Mickelson, um, well, the leaderboard is Phil Mickelson leading on that seven under. Brooks Kepka is one shot behind. Then you've got Louis Oosthuizen, five under. Kevin Streelman is four under. And Christian Wazudenhout, three under as well. He's with Brandon Grace on that mark. And he's our man, isn't he, going into this final round? We had him to be top 10 finish. I've got him actually to, you know, each way to win the thing. And at one stage, he kind of disappeared off the top end and then he came back again. He did. Um, he, he rallied well, didn't he? Yeah, we got Wazudenhout at 14 to 1 to finish in the top 10. So that's looking good. But I'm actually going to go back in on him again in the final okay. round. Well, let's have a look at the top end of the market then. Brooks Kepka is the favourite. He's come in to uh, 13 to 8. Phil Mickelson is uh, just behind him at 16 to 5. Louis Eustazen is available as big as 6 to 1. You've got Kevin Strillman, 16 to 1. Bryson DeChambeau is around about that same price too. And Brandon Grace is at 25. Is Christian Brzezudenhout, if I can, I can never say his name, 25 to 1 as well. But where are you taking me today? Yeah, so I've done a bit of research on um, on the bogey count of each player, which is kind of when you add up all the bad stuff, be that bogeys and double bogeys, you know, what what is the tally? So Mickelson, for example, has had uh, eight bogeys and a double bogey. So that's a bogey count of plus 10, eight singles and that double. Kepka's plus 10, someone like Brandon Grace is plus 11, DeChambeau's plus 10, uh, Gary Woodland plus 13. But... The one who's played it really well so far is Buzz Whedon, who is only plus eight. Um, and the other thing being, I think if, if you've watched it this week, you'll 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 kind of see that you've got to make your score early and then kind of hang on down that tough stretch. So holes 13 to 18 are particularly tough. Um, Ustazen, for example, has played 13 to 18 in plus five. So he's been caught out by those tough closing holes. I, I don't know if he's the worst one, but Brandon Grace is somebody that stands out for me in that respect. He's, he's had a good charge in the first nine and then just faded. I think he must have had a good day one on them because he's not too bad. DeChambeau's been particularly bad on them. He's plus six in that in that stretch. So he's kind of one that you, you're wary of. Um, Buzin, who has sort of toughed it out, plus two uh, over that stretch. So it's mainly a, an, an odds play, obviously, because we've backed him this week. We've kept an eye on him. But he's 25 to one to win. But the, the thing that interests me is Sky better off in a quarter of the odds the first five places. Well, he's, he's already in tied fifth. So we're basically asking him to hold his position and maybe just nudge up a shot to get solo top five. He's only four off the lead. He's 25 to one. I just think that's too big on a player that's clearly having a fantastic week. Has showed his metal with that kind of low bogey count and how he's played 13 to 18 and also showed his metal just by recovering yesterday when, like you said, we thought, oh, here we go. He's going to drift away. And then he just came back, didn't he? So I just I think that's a bit dismissive of him in twenty five to one. So I thought it was worth like just a little half a point each way because Kepka would probably win if I had the, the old gun to the head. But yeah, thirteen to eight isn't great value. Uh, Mickelson, I th- kind of think he lost it yesterday. It's going to be hard for him today. Ustazen's making quite a few mistakes down that stretch. Kevin Streelman's been solid, actually, but can you really see Kevin Streelman winning this? Unknown territory for him, isn't it, really? He's, you know, he's going to have to kind of leap that hurdle as well, isn't it, in terms of he's, he's never done it before? No, I mean, he's never even had a top 10 in a major before. Deshombo at 18s, well, I've said he, he's been a bit too all over the place to, to trust him. You can start to eliminate some of them. And as I said, I'm not saying Buzwin, who's going to storm through the field and win, but in terms of getting a, a top five, which is sky bet, quarter of the first five I think he can he's certainly value to do that at 25s 
Somebody like Christian Brzezidenhout, yeah, Brandon Grace, the the you know the ones that are on two under as well, Bryson and uh, Corey Connors at one under. Um, I mean, they're all in in range, aren't they? If if they could post something, I don't know, two under, three under, get themselves in the clubhouse at around about you know five under par. That's gonna you know, as we said, you can lose shots on that final nine with the tension of a, a final round of a, a major. If you could post a score, you could maybe be in the in the clubhouse thinking, yeah, a couple lose a shot here, and I've got the trophy. Yeah, because it's set up for that, isn't it? Because of the, the tough stretch. And yeah, but it's going to be really windy today. You could maybe post something like minus three or four and, and try your luck. Yeah. And that might not be leading, but it could suddenly find itself in a tie for the lead if the leaders struggle over the final few holes. So I've got another bet actually in that outright market. You said, you know, you can look maybe down to minus twos, minus ones. Well, another player at minus two is Joaquin Neiman. Yeah, uh, the Chilean, and get this on that tough closing stretch, thirteen to eighteen, he's one under. So that's that's fabulous. So he could really show that again today, and if he can just nick a couple on that first twelve, and then hang in there again on that tough closing stretch, he could be the man to post the the, the target, and then he could just watch cheer on the wind and watch everyone else struggle. But it, I mean, he's thirty five to one. He's on the He's only one shot further back than Christian Buzin, who is minus two. So currently that's a tie for seven. So we're asking him to nudge up into the top five. Well, he's, you know, he's one shot back from the top five. I just think 35 to one is too big. Rather than trying to nail the winner and probably going with Kepka or someone who I don't truly believe will win, I thought we'd come at it with a couple of each way as a big price. So half a point each way on Buzidenhout and half a point each way on 25s and half a point each way on Neiman at 35s. Yeah, I like that attitude and I like that strategy. The, I mean, there's there's a number there, isn't there? I mean, you could probably even go back to uh, um, even even par if it does blow and they can post something. Every, yeah, the, you could go back all the way down to maybe. I mean, Hideki had a bit of a nightmare towards the end of it, but I mean, he he's won over. You know, if if it did blow and you could post something, you never do know. So it's going to be a really interesting final round. I'm really looking forward to it this evening, UK time. Phil Mickelson trying to hang on then as a 50 year old, and that lead though looks a bit slender. Just one shot, Bruce Kepka, Louis and Kevin Strelman, and Christian Brzezidenhout hot on his heels as we go into round four. Dave Tindall going for Christian Brzezidenhout. He's 25 to 1. Have a bit of a nibble on him each way to try and get himself up there. And Joachim Neerman, 35 to 1, the same. Dave Tindall. We're not done yet, James. Oh, go, go, go. I was rounding off then. Carry on. Yeah. No, I've. Um... Fling him at me, Dave. Fling him at okay. me. We're going to try a five-to-one treble as well. Go on, in the, Go on in. in the two balls. Yesterday's was, I think we had two winners, a tie, and then Matsuyama blew it. And the tie was annoying because um, Tony Finau was, I think, four clear of Patrick Cantley at one stage, and Finau bogeyed the last two to tie it. So that would have been a bit agonising. As it happened, Matsuyama blew it. But um, we'll try again today. Uh, so, I mean, the heart is saying, Phil, I will probably watch tonight wanting Mickelson to win, but my head is saying it's probably not going to happen. We shall see. But I, I, I think uh, the wise move is to is to take Kepka to beat him in an 18-hole match. Kepka's just astonishing at this level and he's really gritting it out. He's played that tough stretch well as almost as well as anybody. He's plus one over those closing holes. I struggle to see Phil Mickelson playing or driving quite as well as he did yesterday again today. Yeah, the interesting thing is that halfway he was first in strokes gained off the tee. He suddenly dropped back to 36th in that category. So it, it kind of went a bit wrong for him yesterday. And that, that was more like what you expected, some wild drives. So yeah, Kepka to beat Mickelson. The second leg, I'm going to take Paul Casey to beat Gary Woodland. Again, 
I think what you want today is players who are playing solid. And Woodland had three double bogeys yesterday. I know he compensated with a load of birdies, but I don't think he can um, make all those birdies today if it's going to be tougher weather. So you want someone steadier, and Casey's been the, the more steady option over the piece. So Casey um, at 21 to 20 can beat Woodland. And then the other bet is Billy Horschel to beat Joel Dame. And Horschel um, has got better each day, 77 to start with. And you thought, well, he's missing the cut here. Came back with a 72 to scrape in and 68 yesterday, which was a fantastic effort from Billy Horschel. Joel Damon made a fast start, but then things start to catch up with him. And, and again, I don't think he'll be able to rack up all those early birdies uh, today. So if you look at his back nine, nine Damon, he doubled 10, bogeyed 15, bogeyed 17, bogeyed 18. So I think he was kind of losing it. And I just think Billy Horschel's a better player. So Horschel at four to five. So you put that together. Casey at 21 to 20, Kepka eight to 13, Horschel four to five. You've got a fraction under five to one treble. Like it a lot. All right, I'll start my I'll start my end bit again now. <laughs> that really is it for me. No more. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the end of your USPGA tips. Christian Buzidenhut, um, Joachim Newman, the uh, two men we're looking at to try and get towards the top end there at 25 to one and 35 to one respectively. And then Dave's treble today, Kepka, Casey and Horschel to try and lead us home for that five to one treble. Enjoy the golf, Dave. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been brilliant. I think I've enjoyed this USPJ because of the course more than one I can remember. So, yeah, really looking forward to tonight. Well, thank you for your time and thank you everybody out there for listening as we've been through every single day of this USPGA Championship. Good luck with all of your bets out there. Hopefully you've had some success. Gamble responsibly and we'll talk to you again soon. Bet Bites Golf is a sports betting media production. Our multi-sport Bet Bites podcast is released every Friday. Please gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for all the information. Sports Social Podcast Network.